It's day 21 of Advent. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast Advent Edition. This podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services and exists to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. Well, day 21, the redemption. Romans 6, 23 tells us, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Oh, have you ever thought about why everyone loves a good story? It's because God hardwired that love into the very fabric of our being. Stories captivate our attention and inform our imaginations. And God uses his real gift of real life stories to share with us the most important truths of life. To that end, the miracle of Jesus' coming at Advent can't be fully understood without a view towards the whole story of Scripture. The big story of Scripture is a historical narrative of God's redemptive plan for all people, across all the people's places and years. The outline of that big story can really be summed up in four simple words, creation, fall, redemption, and restoration. Through all of these four sections of the story, one theme remains. Jesus is the hero of the big story of Scripture. He is the victorious hero. God created the earth and everything in it good and without flaw, but something happened. The world and everyone in it is in need of redemption because of the fall. Beginning with Adam and Eve's original sin, the curse of sin entered into the world. And like we talked about yesterday, that sin resulted in spiritual death of every living person. The twists and turns of scripture are a narrative of how people have struggled with the curse of sin. The ebbing and the flowing of faithfulness and rebelliousness towards God serves as a centuries-long unfolding that we, we lack the ability to rescue ourselves. No matter how hard we try, we aren't worthy to save ourselves and we can't possibly change on our own. Oh, the world needed a hero to break the curse of sin and death and to set about the restoration of all God created. Jesus has come to bring about this redemption through his exchanging his death for ours as our substitute. Our celebration of Advent is incomplete if we only celebrate Jesus coming as a baby. The Advent leads us to celebrate not only Jesus' coming, but to anticipate the work that he finished through his death and his resurrection. Oh, Jesus coming as a baby of a miraculous birth signals the beginning of something important. Because of his unbroken, sinless perfection, Jesus is the only one qualified to die in our place as a substitute. His unique, miraculous birth is a testimony to his worthiness to atone for our sins and to reign as king forever. The whole work of the Old Testament had been pointing to this work. All of creation was pointing to the coming of Christ, but more fully to the substitutionary death of the Messiah. Oh, Abraham is required to sacrifice Isaac, the son of the covenant, the son of his old age, the son who had broken his barrenness on Mount Moriah. Abraham is faithful and in milliseconds from crushing his only son. The angel of the Lord restrains him and provides a ram in the thicket. Then, even more strikingly, Abraham's family is enslaved many years later in Egypt. The Lord issues nine plagues to Pharaoh through the hand of Moses, demanding that Pharaoh let the people go. Each time, Pharaoh's heart is hardened, and then God issues the tenth plague, the Passover. 
Oh, Exodus 12, verses 21 and 23 says this about the Passover. It says, Then Moses called all the elders of Israel and said to them, Go and select lambs for yourself according to your clans and kill the Passover lamb. Take a bunch of hyssop and dip it in the blood that is in the basin and touch the lintel and the two doorposts with the blood that is in the basin. None of you shall go out of the door of his house into the morning, for the Lord Yahweh will pass through to strike the Egyptians. And when he sees the blood on the lintel and on the two doorposts, the Lord Yahweh will pass over the door and will not allow the destroyer to enter your house and to strike you. Oh, beloved, sin has hardened our hearts, and more than that, it has killed us. We are dead in our sin and trespasses, but we have a great promise of the lamb in the thicket. We have a great promise of the blood over the doorway, and not once, oh, not once for our sin, but once and for all. Hebrews 10 verses 4 through 6 says, For it's impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sin. Consequently, when Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifices and offerings you have not desired, but a body you have prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sin offerings you have taken no pleasure. And then Hebrews 10 continues in verse 10 when it says, And by that we all have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. And every high priest stands daily at his service, offering repeatedly the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But when Christ had offered for all time a single sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God, waiting from that time until his enemies should be made a footstool for his feet. For by a single offering, he has perfected for all time those who are being sanctified. Oh, today, we celebrate the person and work of Jesus as the only one qualified to atone for our sins. And we wait for the day when Jesus will complete this chapter of his story and ours by returning as a conquering king. And until that day, God has provided us rest in the unquestionable promise that Jesus came. Oh, and he is coming again. In Sally Lloyd-Jones' Jesus Storybook Bible, she ends her chapter on the fall of man with these words. She says, God loved his children too much to let the story end there. Even though he knew he would suffer, God had a plan, a magnificent dream. One day, he would get his children back. One day, he would make the world their perfect home again. And one day, he would wipe away every tear from their eyes. You see, no matter what, in spite of everything, God would love his children with a never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. And though they would forget him and run from him, deep in their hearts, God's children would miss him always and long for him, lost children yearning for their home. Before they left the garden, God whispered a promise to Adam and Eve. It will not always be so. I will come to rescue you. And when I do, I'm going to do battle against the snake. I'll get rid of the sin and the dark and the sadness you let in here. I'm coming back for you. Oh, beloved, this Advent, our heart celebrates the first coming of Jesus, but ultimately, it longs for the second coming. Thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast Advent Edition. Please visit lifelinechild.org backslash Advent to receive a free download of Lifeline's Advent cards and join us as we anticipate the coming of Jesus, our Savior. For more information or to connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel to you this Christmas to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again tomorrow for the Defender Podcast Advent Edition.